There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. People often ask what this podcast is all about, to which I reply, Great burgers. Good times. Fast rhymes. What if you looked out at the night sky at night into the vast openness of space, but then you could, your consciousness could leave your body out into the cosmos and join with the stars and experience the full majesty and vastness that is the universe all at once? Now, what if that was like had two bits of bread? either side of that and then you took a big old delicious bite of that universe burger that's what that's that's what i always think about whenever i'm planning for this episode show <laughs> please enjoy Welcome to Bunya with Eamon and Seb. I'm Eamon. And I'm Seb. And today is a very special day. It's 12th of April. Walk on your wild side day. But first, I just want to thank you for listening. Thanks for checking our show out. We're coming into season two now. Zeb is making weird faces at me because he's an idiot and just tried to drink something and choked on it. But that's cool. Hey, Zeb. Hey. How you doing? So it's walk on your wild side day. It's one of those very special days that we love to celebrate every year. How are you celebrating Walk on Your Wild Side Day today, Zeb? What I thought I might do, unusually, is take a delicious drink. But then instead of, like, fully drinking it all, I inhaled a little bit at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it's not turning out so well, to be honest. In all honesty. This is not good publicity for Walk on Your Wild Side Day. You're really being, right now, you're being a shining example of when it goes wrong. Mm. I mean... There are probably more exciting things you could- I mean, I guess just increase the proportion of the excitement doesn't necessarily therefore increase the proportion of the horror which it <laughs> <laughs> might entail. Um, so, on daysoftheyear.com, um, we've got a nice little description of what this day means, and I'll just read some of that. The world often tells us that we need to live according to some form of social contract, that the rules are there to keep everyone safe, and that any variance from the norm is deviance. Such as inhaling liquids when you try to drink it. I've broken the social contract. Oh, no. I thought I might break the social contract and have a nice drink. <laughs> and I was always just drink and instead I breathe it in. Throughout the entirety of history, it has been those that rode high on the wave of innovation, uniqueness, and creativity that have left the most lasting legacies. What? Such as inhaling liquids. <laughs> I mean, how does evolution happen if not some trying these things? <laughs> The f- imagine, so, like, go back in time, there was the first fish who went, I'm just going to breathe a little air in at the end. <laughs> and they went, oh, Jerry's a loose cannon. But then his descendants eventually were on the land, and they were like, wow, and now he's doing nothing but breathing in air. That's not how any of this works. So my descendants will be, like, doing nothing but breathing in delicious drinks. Walk on your wild side, dazed, a call to your inner champion, the part of you that sees the world as no one else can. Who will you be on Walk on Your Wild Side Day? And who will you be the day after? The boy who inhaled liquids. That's who you're going to be. Yep, yep. The, the day... <laughs> who, who am I really... Oh, it makes you ask these deeper questions, doesn't it? What is it left of my smashed and shattered identity? I must piece the thi- <laughs> I must piece the shrapnels together tomorrow and recreate something out of the patchwork that remains. Well, I mean, how are you gonna 
How tomorrow? How are you going to top inhaling liquids in your everyday life? Ooh, that's a tough one. It's pretty tricky. That's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. Can you inhale other things like flour, various powders? Yeah. That would imply I'm also eating a bit of it. I don't really want to do that. I mean, I guess eat a bit of food, inhale a bit of food. Yeah, and just hope that you can digest it. What if I accidentally eat something I'm inhaling? <laughs> like air. I don't know. That's not How great. many things do you inhale? I guess air, smoke, if you do that. Liquids. Well, as we've just learned, I guess so. It's not ideal, but it is possible. So how are you going to be walking on your wild side today? Oh, I already did, I think. I think I challenged all the norms I could. No, I think you can beat that. What are you going to be doing today that will beat that? I might take a bit of time. Often in our lives, we don't really stop to listen to others. You know what I mean? I think I might take the chance to go, hey, Eamon, what are you going to do today with Walk on Your Wild Side Day? Okay, well, I have got some answers to a poll that I put in our Facebook group. I've put out, um, lately I've been taking a walk on the wild side. That's right. I've been, and the answers were putting my pants on two legs at a time. Like you just jump into them? Like you just leap into them. <laughs> like Wallace and Gromit, like you fall out of the ceiling. <laughs> Pouring my cereal into the milk. Ugh. Ugh. Why would you do that? Now, is that, is that, that doesn't specify where the milk is. Is the milk still in the bottle? I, I... For like a fast on-the-go snack <laughs> Wait, what are you... that you can drink straight out of the bottle. So you want to hear a story? Which I don't think it's actually gross, but I've done exactly that. I've just poured cereal into the milk bottle, shook it up, and then just drank it. Because it was a, like, we had mm. we had to go, and I couldn't sit there and enjoy my cereal in the usual way. Uh, so I went, you know what? I want to still have breakfast. I'm going to have a roadie breakfast. So I did, and it was actually great. And everyone judged me. Anytime milk hasn't been involved in a tense or time-based situation, it's never gone correctly for me. <laughs> so, like... We were going camping one time and we had the milk in the back of the car and we pulled up to the stop we were going and I was like, oh my God, I'm so parched from this long, long drive and I have no water. I need just a drink of any, that sweet, sweet juice, um, that milk. And I was like, that's the only liquid that I knew we had. And I was just like- Brief interruption. How long had you been driving at this point? Oh, about six hours, probably. Okay. Okay. Back to your story. I should specify that I was a kid. I'd had no control over the, the storage of the milk, the allocation of liquids to the passengers, the length of time driving. And so when we stopped, I jumped out with my parched mouth and took a big old swig of that milk. <laughs> and you can, I'm sure you can imagine how well that went with hot, like milk in the back of a hot car. It was chunky. It was not good. It doesn't sound good. Chunky? I, I didn't need that descriptor to be mixed into that, by the way. Um, <laughs> this is the fact I went to have a swig of milk and it was cheese <laughs> Let's go straight from that to the third answer Which is drinking milk straight from the bottle <laughs> That's wild <laughs> <laughs> And then I've just got my default answer Which was eating a whole sandwich I mean you do that every day though That's right, every day I do wake up And just put something inside two pieces of bread And just go for it um, But in terms of what I'm going to do For my walk on your wild side day I think I'm probably going to Go outside into the street and yell something at it Like what? Because I think that's the most That's the purest way to celebrate this day And I'll give you some information On why that is a bit later <laughs> Okay But you tell me what you're going to be doing <laughs> Ah, I I thought I evaded that question. Um, I am going to go go down to the shops, 
get myself some some leaves in a bag, tomato and some bread, and then I might I might just instead of making a sandwich though, <laughs> I'll put the stuff on around the bread. I'll put the bread in the middle of a bowl and then pour all the things around it and then just all mash right. it all up and then eat it like a salad. Eat it like a salad. Whoa, 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 wacky. <laughs> what if something you What if something you normally do but do it backwards? Invert in, in, inside out inside out day instead of having a shower I'm gonna put all the water inside of me <laughs> or have a thing that sucks all the water out of you <laughs> oh no let's <laughs> get into a dehydration chamber and you're like I need to get dry <laughs> I'm gonna turn myself into a big chip um or like a dust shower it just sprays so- dirt all over you and then you get in the shower after you want a little history on this special day yeah 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 what first prompted man and, and man and woman all and all 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 people to um first walk on their wild side when they had not been? Okay, so up until nineteen eighty six, no one had ever walked on their wild side. Yeah, I mean that sounds about right. The eighties was crazy. That's when our good friends Thomas and Ruth Roy, um of wellcat.com started their careers of creating these these days of the year. And ultimately coming to creating Walk on Your Wild Side Day. So before that, no one had ever walked on their wild side because the day hadn't been invented yet. I reckon if you actually look at the exact date, either side of it, before that's when like, yeah, 80s has its associated fashion tra- traits like afros, mullets and like yeah. bright colours and fluoro. <laughs> that originated with this day. Before that, they just wore grey, grey and brown. Yeah, everyone was... They were all in grey. No one was dancing to that music. No one was walking anywhere. Everyone just sort of like, I don't know. I guess everyone ran and that's not as fun. But then in 86, this this man, um, Tom Roy, who was a radio announcer at a radio station, he was told to spice up his broadcasts <laughs> by the managers there. And he discovered this big old book of um, proclamations, anniversaries and like other th- random things to celebrate throughout the year. <laughs> and he noticed that it accepted entries. So he filled out a form and sent it in to them to get it in the book and invented his first official holiday, which was <laughs> Northern Hemisphere Hootie Hoo Day, February 20th. <laughs> do you want to know what happens on that day? I do. It sounds- I'm intrigued. <laughs> so on that day, citizens are encouraged to yell Hootie Hoo at high noon in an effort to hasten the arrival of spring. <laughs> What's that, February 20? February 20th. I missed it. I'm real sad. <laughs> Although I guess- Next year. There's always next year. No, we're not Northern Hemisphere, though. And we're not going to be- Yeah, we'd be hastening the arrival of more summer? Winter. <laughs> I don't know. I always think of it in terms of opposites, but that's not the exact opposite per se. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so, the reaction was great, he said, um, and he was off and running. And so, since then, in 86, he's been inventing up to about 80 days. <laughs> like, they were off and running. Not, they were often running. <laughs> no, not often running. My brain, my brain, my brain misunderstood what you said then. <laughs> it's just like, the reaction was great. He said, while oftenly running. No. Um, so, him and his partner eventually went on to make more than 80 official days of the year. Which is wild. They've made so many. That probably contribute a lot to daysoftheyear.com. I mean, we've probably actually inadvertently used some of their days. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I know that they like people like talking about them and they used to get like thousands of letters a year from people who would celebrate their days back before the internet was a thing, I'm guessing. Yeah. 
On um, what a wild time to be alive. <laughs> just a quick aside on wellcat.com, um, you can look at the days of the year. Dot, not the days of the year. Dot, you can look at the days of the year that they have listed, and the buttons for it are winter, spring, summer, fall, and wellcat, <laughs> which I like to think is the fifth season. <laughs> when the cat's well, or when there's a cat in a well. Wellcat comes before winter and after fall. Ah. Oh. What's the weather like during Wellcat season? I guess just all the cats are really healthy. Or they fall in wells. Well, what what weather what weather would cats like the most? Sun. So it's sunny. So they nap in it. it depends so it's very sunny, is what you're saying. When 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 are when are there field mice spikes in population? Bring. I don't know. I don't know. Man, we should have we should have prepped that research for this one goof. You'll have to ask your cat. Tune in next week, and we'll see what makes a cat well. <laughs> Actually, we probably talked about this on our episode about. What was it? Talking to your cat day? <laughs> I think we sort of covered that. I mean, there we go. Yeah, if we had only known this, we could have asked our cats yeah. what what weather they like during wildcat season. Anyway, this got me thinking. Um, I know we did make your own day, which he also invented, by the way, <laughs> in, a, in a previous episode. But I think what we should do is make a wacky day now. That's so meta. He invented a day about inventing days. Yeah. And now we're gonna now we're gonna break that precedent and invent our own day. Yes. We're gonna- <laughs> absent 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 of the suggestion of inventing a day though. <laughs> we are breaking all the rules. Can you think of a more wild day than Northern Hemisphere Hooty Hoo Day? <laughs> uh do we wanna just I don't know if I wanna riff off it or make something entirely different. Like How about- Southern Hemisphere Weedy Woo Woody Woo. How about East East Coast Roast fight. Everyone gathers in the kitchen, you cook a lovely roast, and then you all fight over it. Uh, no, it's not like roast me. <laughs> it's just like, everyone's just like, roast me, and then you're like, well, your eyes are near each other. <laughs> it's like, oh, you make a good point. Oh. I changed my I changed my day. I changed my day. East Coast roast roast. <laughs> Wait, they roast, they're roasting each other's roast? Like, ah, oh, I prepared a nice roast for the occasion. And then they're like, that roast looks like a pile of uh, inadequate roasts. <laughs> So, everyone, all your friends show up at your house with a delicious, lovely prepared roast to present to the judges. And then they all, one by one, um, the person who made it has to stand up and everyone roasts their roast and says what they hate about it. (laughs) Man, that sounds great. Slight variation on that. This is something that already exists, but I just think it was a great idea. And it was it was called like presentation, PowerPoint presentation parties, where everyone prepares like a three minute PowerPoint presentation on whatever you want. Just whatever you want. Yeah. And you come and present it to the group and you all take turns presenting it. And um, everyone, you, heckling is encouraged, but like it has to be funny heckling. And if, if um, like the way it was referred to, if your heckling isn't funny, you get death by hissing. Death by screeching. Death by screeching. Um, because I can't cook a roast I'd get so roasted on this day <laughs> yeah this roast is so salty this roast is saltier than tumbler <laughs> this this roast is as dry as the planet dune which I haven't read and I couldn't make the <laughs> reference that I thought I would be able to make <laughs> that works perfectly this roast is so bad it insults me it roasts me when you try to eat it. <laughs> someone was- someone- it looks like you tried to roast this meat by just, like, calling it names instead of on a fire. This- Said mean things to it. This roast- this roast- I hate this roast. 
She was. There's not a lot. Maybe it's just like a more general. You must prepare a food and then bring it. Kind of like a like a mean potluck. Oh no! <laughs> Roast me potluck day. All right, you make you make a different day because I I think you would probably have something completely different. Um, all right, but you may have to edit out a long pause while I think. I think kind of like that PowerPoint presentation one I just said, but maybe make it more elaborate somehow. Like it's more of a community level event. Like kind of like what's that thing that the Saturday morning breakfast theater guy does? It's like the egg has the egg that's getting broken and they try and argue for fake scientific theories. Oh, yeah. uh, Bar fest. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Basically a bar fest day, but more open to the public, I guess. And you just submit whatever you want, like anything just- it might just be you get up there and you get you just roast someone. Maybe like- No, you can't do that. <laughs> I guess that was yours. But what if- Okay. It, public- Real life- Internet but real life day. So, you do something- okay. That you would do on the internet, but now it's a real life thing in some form. Memes for memes day. Yeah. <laughs> Playing on jeans for jeans day. Yeah, yeah. That's We're raising money. For, for meme awareness- um, kind of like that door-to-door meme salesman thing we talked about that time, but more like you have to exchange physical memes with, with people. Um, you might make the meme that's probably preferred, but even like for the less meme artistic among us, if you can just find a spicy meme and just share that with, with each other and everyone just celebrates memes for a day. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's probably no day actually celebrating memes and it's such an important part of our culture now. I feel we need to really get with the times. And get in touch with it. Get ahead of the curve. Everyone's already sharing them. Yeah, but not as a physical thing that you pass yeah, between family members. I mean, I think that's how we get the elderly people into it. Because they're so <laughs> resistant. Because they, they're like, nah, I don't, I don't want to use this computer. Nah. Thank mm-hmm. you, son. So you just give this, it- this rare peppy will make a fine addition to my collection. Oh, okay, okay. So presentation. But the presentation is, it starts with the meme. And you're presenting to a like a, a group of older people who aren't so meme savvy, and you have to explain it. You have to because there's usually there's a surprising amount of like background requirement knowledge to memes that it makes it really hard to explain memes. Yeah, because you're like oh because this is a reference to the twelve things that I'm about to talk about in this presentation now, and you see back in back in the eighties there was this one particular thing, and this one guy made fun of it, and then see here's unrelated Star Wars, and this one particular moment, uh, people have keep repeating as a one minute loop on YouTube of Star Wars, <laughs> and then down here is SpongeBob, and they've merged these together <laughs> to create this horrible thing. <laughs> and it's Obi-Wan going, um, I don't know, it's all the different capsized letters in various forms saying something that Anakin says to mock him, I assume. In conclusion, I'm looking for $10,000 to start my business. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Name it. Meme explanation, pardon? Give it a good name. Meme over, uh, meme over explanation. International, international meme Explanation day. <laughs> That's good. What date would that be? Uh, well, f- the 4th of the- tw- The 20th of you the- You can't do 420. The 6th of the 9th. <laughs> <laughs> What's a meme number? <laughs> I can't do 420. It only occurs in 2020 on the 4th. Hmm. The 20th month. You can't quite access it. Yeah. What's the memeiest number? I don't know. Outside of 69 and 420, what else is there? Uh... One three three seven thirteenth of the seventh month. Yeah. Does that work? No, that doesn't work. Yeah. 
Oh, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't know. Um, to be determined. What was the date of yours? Ah, uh, what was mine? East Coast, East Coast Roast Roast. Um, <laughs> if, it's a, if, it's, if it's global, I'm going to go for making it in the cold months. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. It should be called the East Coast Host Roast. East- the, e- the East Coast Host Roast? Okay. Because you're roasting the host of that roast. I guess. Have you ever heard of Toastmasters? No. Unreli- semi real Toastmasters is like a group of people who go and they do public speaking recreationally to get their um, confidence with that up. Yeah. So, Roast Masters is where you go up and everyone t- tears you apart, I imagine. Yeah. That's not really your holiday, but that could be a holiday too. Or a, at least a community event. No, the professionals would not be allowed at my <laughs> events. No, I want family members with their shitty roasts trying to tell- uh- yeah, I want, jokes and I want failing. grandma roasting the grandkids. <laughs> I want these events. <laughs> I'm sure for a lot of people, this is just every time they cook something for their grandparents. Grandparents are really, like, some grandparents are really good at, like, the roast, though. They do that sort of subtle sort of, like, you don't expect it to be an insult, but it is. They're just sort of like, <laughs> I don't know. They, It seems nice. And then they walk away. And then you go, wait. Hmm. I shouldn't have trusted you. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't seem nice at any stage. That's on me. Like, I'm sorry that I trusted you. You're like, ah. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a little old grandma like sitting down to eat the food and try it. And like takes like one bite of this roast you slaved over. And she's like, hmm, I'm sorry I trusted you. And then leaves. <laughs> to be clear, this isn't. I'll be in the sitting room staring in at the blank grey wall if you need me. I'd rather do that than eat this dried garbage roast. Well, they just don't say anything. They have one bit and go, mmm, that was good. And then they leave. <laughs> they don't eat any more. Spit it out <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> to be clear, this isn't, this, uh, this isn't my nana. I'm not talking about my nana. Just saying nanas in general. Sometimes. Not in general. The occasional nana exhibits this skill. Well, how about, this how ninja about- skill <laughs> of- ins- What? While we're on the topic of terrible roast ideas, how about we go, um, you bring your- everyone brings their nanas and their, their grandmas or their grandpappies. And what, you roast each other's nanas? Yes. You have to stand <laughs> your by, your gra- by your grandparent while everyone else roasts them, but you get $10,000. Or an, or a complimentary- ev- Why have you brought me to this event, son? Or a compl- And or a complimentary event where all the old people invite their grandchildren and the grandchildren go stand up and then all the old people pay them out. <laughs> <laughs> your, your grandson looks like a frog just 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 not a fun time for the grandkids but they can't really argue back in this situation your grandson looks like the phlegm i coughed up this morning but this would be their adult children not the kids this would be like yeah i know this is my 30 year old son let's all pay him out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah speaking of paying out let's go over to our ad zone Do you hate it when two things that aren't related won't stick to each other? Do you know what you need to make them stick to each other? Tape. Buy some tape. Regular old tape. 
here from Tape Masters. We are the masters of tape. We sell tape. Amen. Here at Tape Masters, we're just piling up with tape. We've just got too much tape. Got to get this tape out to you at a discount price because we just got so much of this dang tape lying around. We're taping things up all over the place. We're taping oranges to apples. We're taping hands to other hands. It's a it's a real mess over here. So come and get this tape and just get it away from us before we just go wild with it. Help us. There's too much tape. There's too much tape. Oh, help. Help. The tape's gonna... Well, Joe's now taped to the ceiling, but we all hate that guy. If you want to free Joe, buy some tape. Buy some tape today from Tape Masters. Buy some tape or we'll tape up more people. And for every hour that no one buys any tape from us, we'll tape up another employee. And remember, as we always say, if it ain't stuck... It should be with tape. We're back. What did you do on your break, Zeb? Oh, you know, I just, I I walked on my wild side, you know, my left, went over there, ate some cereal. Oh, you actually went to the wild side? Yeah, the the wild side, yeah. What's over in the wild side? It's exactly like the, the, what's, what what would you call the opposite of the the normie side, the normal side? What's the antonym for wild? Mild. Mild. <laughs> I went from the mild I went from the mild side over to the wild side and it's pretty much the same, just kinda like a bit more intense slash inverted. So like everything's like left handed. You know, it's all it's all switchery do. Yeah. When I, I like I ate my cereal and it exploded out into my face. Man. Uh off topic. <laughs> But PSA to everyone, PSA to everyone, the thing I learned the other day, which is like, don't do it. Don't microwave your, maybe this is bullshit. I didn't actually double check the, whatever. For safety's concern, maybe double check what I'm saying here, but also don't do it anyway. PSA, it's a a semi-PSA, semi-trustworthy PSA. Don't boil water in the microwave. It's dangerous (laughs) because it doesn't instant, apparently it doesn't instantly boil on the surface. So you get it out and it's boiled, but it doesn't look boiled. But then the water gets shooken and then it explodes in your face. Right. So it just keeps on heating up and heating up and heating up. Well, well, it's like heated, but it's undisturbed. It's just storing all that boil mm. under the water. And then when that when that top of the water, which, I don't know, it, it forms a watery film. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know. That sounds like something I've heard before. It also sounds like the cold water thing where you get um, that good crisp store-bought water and put it in the freezer and carefully monitor it until it's just about to cool down. Then you grab it and you touch it and the oh, yeah. freezes in, um, in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's the that's the good boy version of it though. What the mild version? Uh, that's the mild version. The boiling water is the wild version. <laughs> one isn't gonna massively hurt you. <laughs> One's gonna just be a cool party trick. Only one of these is a cool party trick. <laughs> See, I spent my break um, over here on the mild side doing taxes and looking for houses and applying for things. <laughs> And agonizing over how to get my electricity on in my new house before I move in. In in a way, though, for for early adulthood, that kind of is the wild side. Yeah, they tell you it's the been- wild side, but then you get into it and you're just sitting there answering emails. It's that's 
Wild. That's it's crazy. Wild, it's wacky a- Amon's house-searching <laughs> adventure. <laughs> Come join me as I inspect multiple properties on the same day. Join me as I forget to take photographs of the house that we ended up getting. And now we don't know what's in it. Oh, God. Join me on the- There should be some online. Yeah, actually, you know what? I've never taken photos with the inspection. Is that a thing that people do? This is starting to sound a lot more wild than the mild Yeah, it's pretty- this is getting more wild. No, I, away from the- I was meant to take photos of the place that we got accepted for when I inspected it to show Rose oh, right. so that she could know what was in there. But I'm very sick and I was very tired and I had to leave the place immediately to go to another place. So I like walked in. I was like, hmm. Yeah, this place looks pretty cool. Uh, it's got all the things. It's got a it's got a air con. It's got a kitchen. Uh, it's got a pool. And a bunch of stuff, and I like it. <laughs> and I took a photo that helped nothing. <laughs> just of like something that you found in this is the pool. <laughs> I took there a photo a of the most photographed room already. <laughs> a selfie. Yeah, I just a took selfie. a selfie. I like just lifted the camera up to my face, and it was on selfie mode. I just took a photo of my face right up against the camera. I bet if you backwards engineered one of your mil- like went for your millions of Snapchats you've been sending, you could get a you could reconstruct <laughs> the house from the background. <laughs> I didn't send any snaps from inside the house inspection. No. Uh, I wish I, I did. Sure then I would have some reference images. Because here's the thing. I know there is an air conditioner in the house. I do not remember exactly where. I know <laughs> there are multiple bedrooms. I know that there are connections for a washing machine in the kitchen. Because that's what was originally in the photo. Wait, what? I don't know if there is a separate laundry. Ah. It's like, I never remember, like, I always come out of a house and, like, I always highly prioritize ceiling fans because I never have access to aircon where I, I never see it anywhere. It's always fans where I am. And I think I get out of there and go, that was a really good place. I never looked at the ceiling. <laughs> was there a ceiling? Was there a roof? I mean, I wouldn't know, apparently. And they're never in the photos either. So, you, like, you could very well get a house, accept it, get in, move in, look up and go, oh, ah, shit. shit. Ah, beans. This is this is a very open plan living lifestyle. <laughs> Literally open plan. <laughs> too open. This Just- house is way too open. Hey, we said it was open plan. We said it was an open home. You came to it. We said come to the open home. We didn't mean it was come and look at the house. It's literally an open home. <laughs> you get there and you look up at the ceiling and it's like this big- it's painted in the style of the face of the the landlord or something or the last resident. And it's just this big uh, face all across <laughs> the ceiling, across multiple rooms. Here's the eye or something like that. <laughs> or it's just heaps of his face. So, like, you look up at the ceiling at night and you're just like, oh, God, look <laughs> at all of this dude. That's, all, that's almost as wild as the color scheme of this new house I'm getting. Oh man, is it is it woo woo wacky cream? It's ultra is it, funky. Is it cream? It's like there's yellow and there's white and there's wood texture and then there's black. There's you like every any fluoro colors yet. No, no fluoro colors. I feel funky requires fluoro. You need like a green, a purple, or at least an orange in there. Have got it's kind of like where a um. Like a hippie would live if they had decided to live in the postmodern era. <laughs> so it's like hippie. If you imagine like the colors of a hippie's, isn't a hipster just a postmodern hippie? Yeah, kinda. If you imagine like a hippie's style that they would wear, 
And then you spread that out across all of your walls. Like floral, floral brown, tie-dyed. If we could somehow enlarge a hippie and stretch them across my walls, that, that's what you would see. And then enlarge a hippie and live in them. Yes, exactly. My new house is the, on the inside of a hippie. Oh, wow. But a modern one. <laughs> it's real nice decor. It's super modern. Like there's aircon, there's wood floors. I mean, you couldn't live it if it was inside a hippie. It would just be, you know, all organs. So I guess like an inside, inside, an inside out hippie <laughs> is what you want to actually say you're living in. Exactly. Okay, I, I think I know what to imagine now. It's pretty horrifying from the outside, but but it sounds pleasant. It's good because it has an extra bedroom for my studio and it has a pool, so I'm Yay. not complaining. I like to think like you didn't take the photo, and then like Rose is gonna get there. It's just like. All like absolutely aim and optimize. <laughs> just like this is the studio. It has like the aircon and the pool and like everything in there. A little bar fridge and just like everything. And then yeah. And here's here's all the other rooms. It's just like wooden nails everywhere. Dirt. <laughs> Dirt floor. There's like the hot water heater right next to the couch. No ceiling. The washing machine's in the bedroom on Rose's <laughs> side. <laughs> in the original photos for the place, the people who were living there had the washing machine in the kitchen, which is weird. Yeah. But I think that's actually something people do in Europe or something like that. You should let was- us know. Tweet us at But Yeah Pod. Huh. I once nearly moved into a place. It was an old shop and it only had one bathroom and it was associated with one of the rooms. Oh, and I was no. sharing a place with a friend. So I was like, who gets to the toilet? <laughs> it's like a prison. <laughs> and the other person has to come through and be like, oh, hello. Just, just, oh, no. Just need to break into your room. Don't mind me just coming through. I think there was also a weird situation with a washing machine. Like maybe it didn't have a place for it. Hmm. Something, but it had a little storefront section with a little glass area, and I wanted to deck it out with a mannequin and then change its outfit every day. Yeah, like yeah. that would have been really cool because cars had to drive past it, and there'd be just this wacky mannequin being all like, just, I don't know, flipping people off. Maybe I'd get complained. What business could you run out of your the front um, reception of your own house? Oh, that'd be that would make you enough money to pay rent. Not a podcast, I guess. You'd probably have um- <laughs> to run a grocery store and have all the best snacks. Yeah, just a little. Just a little, yeah, a quick store, like a all the most convenient things someone driving out the back street to f- <laughs> town <laughs> might want. I don't know, I'd have to be eye-grabbing. Maybe I'd try and sell art. That would probably wouldn't get anyone to stop, though. Maybe it was no. just a, like a big big poster that say, stop your car, look at me, then buy my assorted nuts. <laughs> Ban- home- homegrown bananas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you'd need some fresh produce, definitely, to balance out. The, all the crispy, salty snacks that you would have. Maybe I'd sell sandwiches. <laughs> Actually, ideally, it'd be something which I wouldn't have to interact with. So just a big old vending machine. So like instant <laughs> sandwiches from a vending machine. Yeah, yeah, it, it assembles them. Like it has basically, it's a, the future of Subway. It just has the bread, has the you pick the foods and it just compresses them roughly into a ball, mainly, <laughs> and then spits them out the bottom like a soda can, just like. <laughs> And then it all just comes apart all over you. <laughs> so it, it's like it's what awful. about it's like a um a pizza roll where the stuffing is on the inside, but it's a sandwich. So you've got that crisp lettuce, you've got that fresh cut salami, um, but it's encased in a delicious ball of bread. <laughs> yeah. For um easy to eat application to your face. Yeah, that'd be great. And minus the hot searing burn of pizza sauce and cheese. I like it. I have another idea, though, for a genius invention. Don't steal my idea. 
no one listening steal my don't steal my because idea. you know he is gonna open that shop front where he sells these this, things this, he's about no, to describe i mean you can do that part this is the part which i'll never do and i totally hope it does exist so if you do a pr- it's a big vending machine but effectively it's a giant 3d printer but it's a food 3d printer and it, instead of paper it's pizza base and you get the watcher come out going decorating the pizza with the pizza goods and it just prints out a pizza it's hello and welcome to boy invents thing that already exists I'm here with Zeb. That already exists? Yes, that definitely already it? exists. Where can I find that? Like, where can I watch my pizza get printed out of a machine? You can't yet, but it's they're, they're doing it. I promise you. I've seen it. Okay. But not, like, you can't get it from a vending machine yet. Oh, I haven't vetted it then. So, shut up. They've invented it's the 3D. They've invented the 3D printed pizza and it sucks so far, but they're working on it. Why would it suck? All it has to do is just spit food onto it. Like, it's literally <laughs> a human. A human is just a pizza printer. Like, you yeah. just sit there and go. But the hard, I think the hard the part is getting the bread nice. I'm pretty sure. I don't want the bread printed. It's just already normal. Like, normally normal bread. And it's just... Okay, a printer's the wrong word. Really, it's a pizza topping spitter, okay. like a sprinkler. But it does not in a straight line, like watching printing happen. Mm. And then I'm like... And then... And then I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to invest in your idea. I'm sorry. It's a no from me. Uh, it's okay. I'd rather someone else made it. And then I just... <laughs> there already are pizza vending machines. Man. I don't know if you get to watch it, though. I want to watch it. That's the key part. Like, why else would I do it? Well, you can you can go on YouTube and watch it. I mean, you can say that for anything. You can say that for anything. Why does anyone travel? Have you have you thought about going to your local Domino's and asking if you can watch while they make it? I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I could try that, I guess. But it's not the same as watching it printed out in a straight line from a printer, though, which is what I really want. I don't want to just watch it cooked in an oven. I want to watch it printed out specifically. I want to see. I want to see non-pizza. Okay, but why are you doing a special? Immer- I want to see instant, instant pizza appearing bit by bit, complete and already cooked. That's what I want. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can't. But why is there a special? It can't even just. It can't print raw pizza. It has to print specifically cooked pizza. I guess that is the hard part. That's probably why I haven't done it. It's really hard to do that. <laughs> well, it's really hard to do that and have it taste good because cheese doesn't usually extrude nicely. I don't think. I'm not eating it. You know, you just want to see it. This is an art product. I just want to watch it. This is an art product. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you need to get more creative with your 3D printing ideas because the whole point of 3D printing is you can do new things you couldn't do before. So you can make a 3D pizza that instead of being flat is in the shape of like a dodecahedron and it goes like bread, pizza, bread, pizza. Man, that would, would that be pizza? That'd be a pizza chunk. I don't know. Or like a, a, you could print like a sausage, but it's a pizza. Uh, or a regular pizza, but it's in the shape of a triangle. That's still a flat. Yes. Or a regular pizza, but it's in the shape of an apple. Uh, or an apple, but it's in the shape of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so many things in so many shapes. I, this still really. None of this is still really groundbreaking. It's just, what if it was upside down? pizza <laughs> yeah what if apple but pizza um yeah i don't know well that's a good way to get children to eat healthier though by giving them pizza shaped like an apple that's not healthier it's <laughs> still a pizza no an apple like an apple shaped like a pizza broccoli shaped like a pizza kids would eat that up i think it'd be more like in little candy wrappers but mixed in with normal candy <laughs> so it's just like hmm here's a delicious easter egg 
<laughs> it's broccoli. <laughs> or it's broccoli inside. It seems like chocolate. It's not. It's not chocolate. It's like a chocolate derivative. Did I tell you what my- You know how that Easter egg prank was going around everywhere where you put the grape or the tomato in the egg wrapper? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you my one, which is get the generic chocolate and put it in place of the good chocolate? <laughs> no. So then you still think it's chocolate, but you're like, hmm, something tastes off about these Cadbury eggs. I don't like them anymore. <laughs> now, this year, the Cadbury eggs taste like garbage. What is wrong with them? <laughs> oh, man, I miss my childhood where the Cadbury eggs tasted good <laughs> and not like wax and <laughs> sugar. How can we use 3D printing to enhance an Easter egg hunt? It would be a drone and it flew around and just printed eggs out. We, we can shape the eggs like regular household objects and you'll never know which one is which. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're too, it's like too well hidden. It's a gnome. Wait, that's not a gnome. That's chocolate. Like it, you don't realize till like the next day it's all melted. Yes, go outside into, go out into the driveway, kids. One of these rocks is a chocolate. One of those pebbles mm. from our driveway is def- is a chocolate. Whoever finds it. <laughs> There's only one. But yeah, so you actually came to the energy house hunt search. That's really good. Yeah, I'll be in there next time we record, hopefully. And hopefully yeah. next time we record, I won't be mildly sick, so you- which I'm just coming off of. So I'm pretty happy mm. that I'm not sick completely anymore. I mean, next time you record, you'll be in your like rad pool in aircon surrounded by chocolate gnomes. Yeah, next time we record, you can expect to hear me super relaxed sitting in my pool. Hearing, hearing the groans of the hippie or whatever that lives around you now. Just catching up with that island time. But until next time, thanks for listening to the But Yeah podcast. You can tweet us at But Yeah Pod if you have any thoughts about walk on your wild side day um, or hootie who day. I'd love to hear about that. <laughs> Go and yell into the sky. You can, you know, you can legally just do that. I'm not sure if that's true everywhere. You don't, you can't, you don't, you don't, you don't know if that's true everywhere. You can't make that claim. It's, you can tr- just it's, legally- it's legal here where we are. The government don't can't check stop with you. your local authorities before you go okay. yelling at the sky. Figure out the number of your local police. Don't call the emergency services. Just call the regular police station and ask them if it's legal to yell into the sky. Or just do it when they're not around. I guess it's like it's not illegal if you don't get caught. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sky yelling. (laughs) Um, So you can find us um, also in our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash but yeah. Or you can find us on Instagram at but yeah pod. Thanks for listening to our first episode of season two. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.